Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the show. This is Chris to Chris. Comedy advice to fix your life. I am your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by my enthusiastic host and best friend in the whole wide world. Mike is in the building. Say hi, Michael. Hey, what's up? That's actually pretty good for Mike. Anyway, I am your host, Chris, joined by my... What am I saying? Didn't we already do this, Mike? Come on. Come on, can you uh, fix that in post? You guys might know me from YouTube. Chris vs. The World is my comedy channel. Laser Lemming is my gaming channel. Uploaded.com brings them all together like one great big happy family. And it's also where we host this show. Which, by the way, don't forget that you can subscribe to this show on iTunes, on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, wherever you want to get a podcast, including Uploaded.com. We are there. You can download it straight to your computer, straight to your phone. It's a wonderful thing. You could stream it. Man, technology is amazing. Anyway, we got a great show for y'all. Today we are talking about Disney Plus, the next PlayStation, Arby's Regrets, and the Notre Dame Fire, as well as uh, lots of listener questions and a whole lot more. Anyway, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this thing. A couple weeks ago, Apple unveiled their new streaming service called Apple TV Plus, and guess what? Turns out nobody really cared. Uh, Their biggest problem was that they didn't show off any actual shows. They just threw a bunch of names on a screen, and then Oprah showed up at the end. At least that's all I saw in a seven-minute recap on YouTube. But recently, Disney spilled the beans on their own new Netflix rival called Disney+. Plus. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, that's a stupid name. And listen, I agree with you. I agree with you. But we're not here to talk about how dumb the name Disney Plus is. We're here to make a decision. We need to figure out the answer to this question. Should I subscribe to Disney Plus? And I guess we can also figure out if, by extension, you should subscribe to Disney Plus. We're going to get back to that in a little bit. Because in the meantime, we got to move on to our tip of the week. Now look, I'm going to make this short and sweet because we have a lot of ground to cover this week. So I'm just going to get to the point. If you work at a place that has a key to use the bathroom, you need to quit. I'm sorry to say it, but you need to quit your job. You've probably been to a place like this if you don't work there. It could be a gas station. It's often a gas station for most people. You say, hey, can I use the bathroom? And the guy hands you a key has a, a big sign on it or a voodoo doll attached to it. And that key is the filthiest thing you will touch all day. You could stick your hands inside freshly made cow shit, and it still wouldn't be as dirty as that bathroom key. I used to go to acting classes on Saturdays. It was pretty fun. Uh, but there was a flaw in the system. It was in a shared office building. So they didn't have their own bathroom, right? Which meant any time that you needed to use the restroom, you had to use their key. Now, if I was a smarter man, I would have taken that key, ran to Home Depot, and made a copy of it so that I would never have to go through this filthy process again. Instead, I had to wallow in that filth for the rest of the day. And this would happen any time I used that key. I regretted it every time. Why is the key dirty? Do I really need to explain this? You know, first of all, you know, there's people out there, maybe one of our 8 billion listeners, that will take a a key like that. They'll they'll go to the restroom and do do the dirty in the restroom, you know. They could do one, two, or three, for all I know, in that restroom. 
and they're not going to wash their hands because that's just who they are. God bless them. And they're going to hold on to that key and then they're going to give it to somebody else and it's just going to be passed on for eternity. So to cut to the chase here, like I said, this is a, a short tip of the week this week. If you work at a place that requires you to use a key for the bathroom, just quit. Just quit, right? I mean, no amount of minimum wage is worth that kind of stank. Anyway, I hope you guys uh, can chew on that thought, but don't chew too tough. You know what I'm saying? We gotta move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. And in this corner, uh, here's some random ass news that dropped this week. Sony, they spoke with uh, Wired. You guys might know them as Wired Magazine. They're also a website, mostly a website, I would say, th these days. Anyway, Sony spoke to Wired, and they, they gave up some major details on the next-gen PlayStation. And I like how they're calling it Sony's next-gen PlayStation, as if we don't know what they're going to call it. I got a spoiler alert for all of you guys that don't know the name of the next PlayStation. It's going to be called PlayStation 5. It's going to be called PlayStation 5. And I have a, a system on how I know it's going to be called PlayStation 5. See, the current PlayStation is called PlayStation 4. The one before that was called PlayStation 3. And before that, it was called PlayStation 2. I'm picking up on a pattern here. You know what I'm saying? I think that Sony's got a system. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So it's going to be called PlayStation 5. Cinco de PlayStation. That's what it's going to be called. Anyway, they gave out some vague specs on this system if you, if you care. They said it's going to have an 8-core AMD 7 nanometer Zen 2 CPU based on a 3rd gen Risen. Wow, I see Mike getting real excited. It's also going to have an AMD Navi GPU with ray tracing support. Man, Mike loves him some ray tracing support. It's going to have 3D audio. No more 2D audio. No more two-dimensional audio. It's going to be 3D audio. They also said it's going to have 8K support. You know, you can't get a, a decent 4K output of most games, but Sony's claiming it'll support 8K. I think it'll mostly be 8K video, not so much native 8K gameplay, but we'll see. Prove me wrong, Sony. They also said it's going to be uh, backwards compatible with the PS4. No news about it being backwards compatible with the previous PlayStation systems before the PS4. But I'll guarantee you one thing. It's not going to be compatible with the PlayStation 3. It's not. If you really want me to get into it, I won't. Just to spare you the details. But the PlayStation 3 is uh, a bit of a mess, hardware-wise. Very expensive, and they're just not going to do it. Promise you. Uh, it's also going to have an SSD, a solid-state hard drive, instead of some bitch-ass regular hard drive that's currently in the PlayStation 4 and all other uh, PlayStations and Xboxes. The Switch doesn't have a hard drive. It uses uh, flash memory, which is pretty much the same idea. But uh, it's probably going to be bigger, more space on the PlayStation 5. And uh, the, the bonus, the advantage of having an SSD is that it's going to run a lot faster. Games will load a lot faster, for example. It's going to be able to pull data a lot quicker. The example they used was uh, Spider-Man for the PS4 running on this new system. If you're using uh, fast travel to get across town, that's when you see Spider-Man in a subway. 
On the PS4, it averages about 14 seconds, they said. And on the uh, PS5, it averages about 0.8 seconds. So they said it's like 15 times faster. So, hooray, that's good. I mean, yeah, an SSD is better in some ways, or in lots of ways. Technically, it's better in all ways, except they're known to fail. They're known to crash and burn. So, hopefully that's not a problem with the PS5, but... This thing, people are saying this thing is definitely going to be at least 500 bucks. So, who knows? That's pretty expensive. They also said it's going to have a, a 2020 release date, the year 2020. So, all you people saying, it's coming out this year, it's coming out this year. You were wrong. You were wrong. You know, it's okay. It's okay to be wrong. And Mike, I could tell, is really, really stoked. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to this Disney Plus thing. Question. Is it worth subscribing to. So, old uh, Timothy Cook, he got on Apple's stage and he said, look, Oprah wants you to subscribe to Apple TV+, Plus, so you should do it. By the way, why are both of these companies using addition in their naming schemes? Apple TV+, Plus, Disney+, Plus, Netflix+, Plus, Hulu equals one broke-ass dude. Anyway, my point was that Apple does not know how to sell their streaming service. I don't think anybody cares about it, unfortunately. So today, I am proud to announce the cancellation of Apple TV+. Plus. Now, I have no source that it's been canceled. I just feel like canceling it ahead of time. Let's just get it out of the way. Get it out of the way. You know, nobody seems excited. You, you had your chance to really wow the world and you, you fell on your face. Anyway, the point here is that Disney did a better job at selling Disney+. Plus. Granted, I couldn't be bothered to watch a three-hour presentation for this nonsense, but the recap I saw was a lot more interesting than Apple's wall of names. So we need to figure out if Disney+, Plus is really worth it. So we're going to break it down. What is announced for this service? First things first is The Mandalorian which is a Star Wars TV show. You know, George Lucas, well, before he sold the rights to Star Wars, he was talking about bringing a Star Wars TV show for the longest. And the last rumors before he sold it was that he was trying to get a Star Wars show on the CW. And thank God that didn't happen. It would have just been a Star Wars soap opera. Some of y'all would have ate that shit up. No, I I'm glad that didn't happen. Instead, Disney's doing... The Mandalorian, and that is a show about Boba Fett's sister, Mandy, the Mandalorian. She looks just like Boba Fett. Uh, she's being played by uh, the guy from Narcos. And uh, they also announced a bunch of other Star Wars content. I think they said uh, Clone Wars is coming back. I don't know, but they said, you know, most of the Star Wars movies are coming back or are coming to the service on day one. Except for the more recent ones. I think Netflix still has the streaming rights to those for the remainder of the year. And maybe a little bit next year. I don't know. They also said uh, there's going to be three Marvel shows. Some of them uh, sound okay. One of them is about Loki. He seems to be a popular character these days. Another one is called uh, Marvel or What If or something like that. It's an animated show saying, hey, what if uh, Captain America was a girl? That sort of thing. They also said uh, WandaVision 
is going to be a new uh, live action show for Disney Plus. It's about uh, Wanda Wanda Sykes and the Vision teaming up, something like that. It's a very dumb name, and I've noticed that uh, dumb names seem to be the the theme for Disney Plus. So they they're, they're sticking to it, and I I can respect that. So you know they got these Marvel shows, but I don't think any of them are going to be as uh, brutal as shows like The Punisher or Daredevil were on Netflix. Those shows had cojones, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to spoil it, but Kingpin knew how to 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 smash a mother. You know what I'm saying? He 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 knew how to make a head turn into pudding. And The Punisher, don't get me started. That guy. That guy just thrived on blood. Disney, not so much. Disney Plus is not going to go that direction. You know it. You know it. Disney Plus is going to be a little bit more PG-13 at most, right? They also announced a ton of old Disney movies. Some very old. Some just recently old. Pixar movies, that sort of thing. They said that uh, they also had the exclusive streaming rights for new movies like Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame. And all 30 seasons of The Simpsons were announced. The Simpsons even did their own little promo. You know, after years of making fun of Disney, they are now owned by Disney. Ain't that some uh, some uh, bitter irony? Is that ironic? I, I, I can't. I can't tell. I think that's ironic. I think that's ironic, right, Mike? Uh, they. Oh, here's 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 a good one. They announced a live action Lady and the Tramp remake. Finally, you know, people were clamoring for a live-action Lady and the Tramp remake for years. Ever since the, the original cartoon came out, you know? They've, people have been saying, why can't we see real dogs fall in love? And now we can, with CGI lips, CGI mouths moving them. Just like 101 Dalmatians, the live-action remake with Glenn Close. Now, it's going to be dogs eating spaghetti together. Finally. Just what we've been always wanting. And it's coming straight to video, so you know it's going to be good. And uh, most importantly of all, they announced that every episode of Malcolm in the Middle will be hitting the series on day one. It's pretty good. I like Malcolm in the Middle. Totally doesn't... I mean, I guess it's, they're saying it's kind of family. It's a little little edgier family. But uh, I like Malcolm in the Middle, which uh, unfortunately means it's leaving Netflix. Dang. Man. Ain't that a bitch. You know, they announced a lot more than this, too, but this show is called Chris to Chris. Not Chris talks about how great Disney is for three hours. So that's a lot of content. But I'm still not sure if it's worth it. We'll figure it out, though. In the meantime, we got to move on to the news. Arby's is sending 10 lucky people on a trip to Hawaii in the most Arby's way possible. Fast food company ran a promotion offering customers the chance to fly first class to Honolulu. Aloha. And to qualify, you just needed to buy a $6 King's Hawaiian sandwich. And presumably, you also needed to eat it. But this is Arby's. So those who catch, the $6 trip to Hawaii only lasts 24 hours. Arby's website said, look, no volcanoes, no pineapple farms, just you, sweet buns, tender meats, 
and a Hawaiian paradise to eat them in. Wow. Nothing says Hawaiian paradise like, hey, hurry up and choke down your Arby's sandwich. Flight leaves in an hour. Only uh, six of the 24 hours is actually spent in Hawaii, according to Arby's website. The rest of the time is presumably spent in an airplane, questioning what got you to this point in your life. I can't imagine anyone is actually feeling like a winner after going through with all this. Think about it. Arby's essentially just stole a day from your weekend so that they can take pictures of you eating their food in Hawaii. At the end of it, I've got to assume you feel like crap. Not because the food is poison. No, not because of that. Because you spent over 12 hours in a plane to eat Arby's. And then you go back home, presumably, to eat more Arby's. Now, I can't imagine this is a contest that you get to take someone with you. They're clearly doing this thing on a budget. It's just you and nine other people being photographed with sandwiches. It's like, hey, Bill, what you doing this weekend? Well, glad you asked. I won a contest, so I'm being dragged. I'm being flown to Hawaii first class to, to eat some fast food and be photographed. And then I'm going to fly back. Not spending any nights there. Just going there to be a shill. But hey, some nice scenery. I wonder, you know, you're spending so much, so little time in Hawaii. I wonder if they're just going to make you uh, eat the food at the airport when you get there. Like, hey, we're in Hawaii. Chow down, bitch. Flight leaves in an hour. Anyway, uh, the contest closed on Monday, so you probably already missed your chance to be part of Arby's history. But, you know, you might be happy about that. Congratulations to the winners, and uh, bigger congratulations to those of you that did not win. I think you really lucked out. In other news, the hunchback of Notre Dame's house burned down on Monday. After 856 years, the place is starting to feel a little old, a little dusty. So France burned it down. Very sad. Actually, wait. France is not in America. Hmm. In American news, a camel from Michigan, camel from a Michigan petting zoo, actually, uh, visited a local PetSmart last week. There's a video online of the camel walking around in the store and, you know, not doing much else. It's a camel. You know, I, <laughs> I guess you could call him the humpback of Notre Dame. You get it? The humpback of Notre Dame because of the hump. It doesn't make any sense, really. And actually, this isn't really news. It's just a camel walking around in a PetSmart. I've got a video online of me walking around in a PetSmart or a Petco, one of those pet stores. And I'm wearing a gecko costume. I do a lot more things in that gecko costume. The, the, the video is called Gecko Bomb. It's a fairly popular video. I like it. I had fun with it. Anyway, I'm not sure that we made the right call to talk about a camel doing nothing when uh, the Notre Dame Cathedral just burned to the ground this week. Seems like that story might have been a little bit more important. So uh, please direct all of your angry words to Mike. He insisted that we talk about this camel for some reason. No. <sighs> oh, by the way, uh, yeah. Flint still doesn't have clean water, so that's also probably a little bit more important, too. Anyway, let's all figure out this uh, Disney Plus thing once and for all. First things first. Disney is going for blood. This is a cheap service for the amount of content. Content? Continent? How many continents are you getting? 
uh, for the amount of content you're getting, it's it's not too pricey. It's uh, six ninety nine per month. That's seven dollars. Let's not kid ourselves. It's seven dollars. I guess you could also spend like uh, sixty or seventy bucks for the whole year, and you save like five or six bucks. I don't know. You save a little bit of change if you pay for a whole year up front. But it also includes four K content, which Netflix charges extra for. I don't even think it's actual 4K on Netflix. They just call it like super duper HD or something. But uh, Netflix by itself without the 4K, without the super HD, is already about twice as much as Disney Plus. I have some issues with Disney Plus though. And it's not just their stupid name. The biggest problem here is that the content seems to be focused on families and not 31-year-old men like me. Go figure. I noticed with all of the content they announced, The Simpsons was the edgiest thing they had. And they don't even have the Michael Jackson episode. They've been pulling Michael Jackson lately. You know? So no Michael Jackson, so it's slightly less edgy. And I also noticed that for all the different shows and movies they offer, they're missing a certain genre. Disney did not announce a single pornographic movie. No adult movies or TV shows. No Minnie Mouse Presents the Red Shoe Diaries. Didn't happen. Showtime, for example, they have their own uh, streaming service that few people subscribe to, I assume. But in their streaming service, they'll pad out their catalog with movies and original shows like Shameless and, you know, softcore pornography. And I didn't see any pornography on Disney Plus's presentation. And Disney actually just bought Fox, right? They paid $71 billion for Fox. And the best thing they could offer was movies like Home Alone 3 and Dr. Doolittle, starring Eddie Murphy. Supposedly, uh, Disney is going to be putting the edgier Fox stuff on Hulu. So we've wasted enough time thinking about this. Let's get to the bottom of it. Is Disney Plus worth it? You gotta ask yourself a few questions. Do you have kids? Then yes, it is worth it. Disney just made you a happy parent. They gave you a babysitter for $7 a month. Wow. When I, when I worked in Vegas, I take calls for uh, hotels. Like, uh, I don't know if I should say the hotels, but uh, big hotels in Vegas. Big, big hotels in Vegas. And casinos. And uh, every now and then you'd get a call from a panicked parent because Vegas is all about squeezing you for dollars. They want you in those casinos. They don't want you in the hotel very much. And the idea of the TVs in Vegas were that, hey, you, you don't get to connect anything to these TVs. The HDMI ports are blocked. We literally screwed metal brackets to block you from connecting a DVD player, a Blu-ray player, a video game system, anything. A, a streaming stick, it's not going to happen. Not like their shitty internet would be any good for a streaming stick, but you get the idea. And I'd get some calls from parents every now and then, just panicked. They'd be panicked. That, that worry would turn off to, or turn around to being uh, pissed off real quick. They'd say, hey, how do I plug in the Xbox? How do I plug in the PlayStation or the, uh, I guess these days, the Switch? How do I do that? I guess the Switch, you wouldn't really need to plug it in. Worst case scenario, it's portable too. Anyway, you get the idea. How do I plug in the Xbox? And they say, well, ma'am, sir, 
you can't plug anything into the TVs. You can rent movies that we charge like $15 a pop for, or in case uh, of the uh, those uh, pornography movies that everybody calls in to say, hey, I didn't mean to order this. I don't know how it played for 30 minutes. Those cases, those are about 30 bucks a pop. Anyway, you could rent a movie. And I remember uh, moms would say, you don't understand. The Xbox is this kid's babysitter. We want to go do things. Now, I don't know why you brought your kid to Las Vegas so that he could play Xbox, but you did. That was your call, and you assumed. You assumed Vegas, the city of sin, would, uh, would be more accommodating. But no, they're about squeezing you for dollars. So, you know, parents would get pissed. Now, Disney is more doing this for, uh, I think, the, the home front. I guess you could throw it in front of a kid on a, a tablet or a phone, be happy. But I, I get the idea that you want to be able to throw a kid in front of a video game console because it keeps their, their brain occupied. It, it gives them more to do. But I digress. I think I went on a little bit of a tangent there. That didn't talk... I wasn't talking enough about Disney Plus there. But you get the idea. It's a babysitter. $7 a month. You can't, you can't beat it. So you ask yourself, if you're a family, if you have a family, then yes, Disney Plus is worth it. Ask yourself this question. Does Disney Plus have Game of Thrones? I looked into it. I did some thorough research. And no, Disney Plus does not currently have Game of Thrones. But check back in about, I don't know, 8 to 10 years when Disney buys out the remaining 20% of Hollywood. And they will get Game of Thrones. I don't think it'll go to Disney Plus, though. It'll probably go to Hulu. So that's all I came up with. If you have a family, it's worth it. If you have a Disney-themed credit card, it's worth it. If you are looking for Disney-themed pornography, maybe check out Hulu instead. Anyway, that's the answer to your question. I don't know if uh, we answered anything. Mike, are you satisfied with that? I, 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 I don't care. Thanks, Mike. Uh, we're going to move on to uh, listener questions here. We have a lot of questions here. Maybe I should uh, wet my whistle a second here so that uh, I, can, I can answer all these with gusto. Okay, so like I said, there's a lot. There's a lot. So it's going to be a little bit of a rapid-fire question and answer game today, but I'm going to give you guys all I've got. I'm going to answer with honesty. Ken asks, could you send me a private answer to a question on Saturday? Yes, I just need a private question, I guess. Wow, this sounds uh, very nebulous and uh, vague. Uh, Yillian asks, question for Mike. Uh Uh-oh, Jesus. Mike, don't, don't screw this up. Uh, question for Mike. If you could change one thing about Chris to Chris, what would it be? The host. Defin- definitely the host. I, w- I would change the host. Thanks, Mike. Go to hell. Devin asks, although I've always wondered what you thought about coffee, what's your opinion on iced tea? Wow. That is a a great question. Uh, One day I will share my opinion about coffee. Maybe on my own accord or maybe if somebody asks me about coffee. Anyway, iced tea. Well, my mom used to make sun tea and for all I know she still does. You know, sun tea, that's where you uh, uh, make a big jug of tea and you stick it out on the patio and let it get a tan for a few hours. And I'm pretty sure she would put ice in it before she drank any of it. And my opinion is that iced tea is a wonderful drink. 
to watch someone else enjoy. Never been much of a tea guy, but you know, anytime the option was tea or tea, I'd choose iced tea. And it's probably just because it was uh, loaded with sugar. I do like uh, uh, Shandy's. Isn't that a, a lemonade and iced tea? I think that counts. Shandy is the best iced tea there is. Let's see here. We have uh, another question from Yillian. She asks, you talk about not liking your job a lot. What is it that you actually do there? Well, I uh, work in a sadness factory. We make USDA certified sadness, and I am the relief sadness supervisor. Thanks for that question. Really appreciate that. Uh, Devin asks, do you know how to get to the planet Fishiokia? As a matter of fact, I do. Uh, you just take a right at Alpha Centauri and head straight for about 200 light years. You can't miss it. About five people will understand that joke. Five out of eight billion people will know what we're talking about here. But I appreciate that question. I really do. I watched an entire episode of Rugrats to just relive that joke. Let's see here. Uh, Ken asks, in the show Chris to Chris, are you Chris or Chris? And that's a, a really good question. A lot of people think that I am Chris, but... I am actually Chris of Chris to Chris. Let's see, we got another question from Devin. He says, uh, when you see wet concrete, do you ever get curious about the taste? This is true. I have never wondered what wet concrete tastes like. But I guarantee you that that is all I will be able to think about the next time I see uh, a slab of wet concrete or a cement truck. That's all I'm going to think about, I promise you. I imagine... It tastes like some sort of grainy, wet Play-Doh that, you know, if you lick it or, or bite it, 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 it might seem like a chemical taste at first. And, you know, that can be a tolerable, but it goes bad real quick, that sort of thing. Uh, let's see here. We have another question from Ken. Ken asks, what game are they playing in Avengers Endgame? Well... The previous movie, as we know, was called Avengers Infinity War. And as we all know, a game of Monopoly takes about infinity hours to complete. So it stands to reason that Avengers Endgame will feature the end of their exciting Monopoly game. It's the kind of thing you could only see in movies, the end of a Monopoly game. And then we have some bonus questions here. These are questions that uh, Yulian asked... asked asked last uh, week, shortly after we had already recorded last week's episode, episode uh, 28, the prequel to episode 29. Uh, let's see here. She said, uh, what is the meaning of a dog's life? Now, to answer this question, the low-hanging fruit here is that dogs are all about kibbles and bitches, right? But this show is too mature for that sort of joke. The real meaning of a dog's life is to have as much fun as possible. Straight up. Dogs, I think, have it all figured out. You know, they find a, a few things that they like, that they really like, and that's all they'll do. At least if, on their own accord, that's all they want to do. You know, I just want to play fetch. I want to sleep. I want to eat. I want to do things with the dog ladies or dog gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? Uh, dogs spend about 10 to 20 years on this planet, Earth, and then they go to heaven as uh, all dogs go to heaven, told us. And I think that's the perfect life. 
You know, people spend way too much time just being miserable. Live 80, 90, 100 years. How many of those years are just misery? I think that we should be more like dogs. And now I'm sad. Uh, last bonus question here is from uh, Yulian as well. She says, what do you think Ariana Grande is doing right now? Now, I couldn't leave this up to, to guess. I had to research this. And this question was asked on April 11th, 2019. And after combing the depths of the internet, I have an answer. It turns out that Ariana Grande spent April 11th, 2019, listening to NSYNC songs and posting about it on Twitter. Wow. She is just like us. And just like that, Chris to Chris is now officially competing with Gossip Rags. So thank you. Look for us at your local grocery store checkout line. Anyway, it's time to wrap this show up. It's been a fun show, I think. Wow. Uh, let's wrap it up with some poll results, why don't we? Last week, we asked on our Facebook page, which is where we ask our polls as of now. We have our polls on the Facebook page. Like us at Up and Loaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. And that is our first plug of the day. Second plug, third plug, I don't know. It's a plug. Check us out on Facebook is what I'm trying to say. We asked, how much would you spend on bottled air? Last week, uh, we talked about HushHush.com offering bottled air from various parts of the world for exorbitant amounts of money. One for as much as 400,000 pounds. That's British money, and it's worth more than American money right now. So that's over 400,000 US dollars, okay? But because uh, they're so... You know, I'll tell you about that part after. Let's get to the results. Uh, so we asked, how much would you spend on uh, some bottled air? 12% of our listeners said that they would spend one middle finger on a bottle of air, oxygen. And 88% of our listeners said that they would spend two middle fingers on a bottle of oxygen. And uh, after I put up the, the poll and the episode, I went back to their website, you know, because I, was, I, I really wanted some of this, this uh, nice air, this hot air, this cool air, I guess you could say. I wanted some of that valuable air. And because it costs so much, you know, they're not unreasonable. They do have a button, I noticed. You can buy it. You can buy it just straight up. 400,000 pounds, boom, there's your air. There's your bottle of air. Or you can make them an offer. They're not unreasonable. So I made them an offer for some air. They were asking for 400,000 pounds for 100 liters of air. I offered them uh, 20 British pounds for... for, for uh, 100 liters of air. They have uh, yet to get back to me, but I expect uh, an answer shortly. So I'll let you guys know what happens. Anyway, we do have a poll this week. This week we're asking, uh, pick one. Apple TV Plus or Disney Plus? This, this is going to finally solve the question we've been asking each other all week. We just need to know which service... I, I don't know, guys. I, I'm running out of steam here, I think. I think I think I'm really pulling teeth. It was a fun show. It was a fun show about six minutes ago. Uh, let, 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 let's wrap this up. I'm like, uh, don't forget that you guys sub, 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 I'm, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. Subscribe. Don't forget that you guys can subscribe to this show. Wow, that is a hard sentence to say. 
when you're running out of spit. We're on, we're on iTunes and all those things I said, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, any podcast app, we're probably on it. And if we're not, you should demand to those podcasting hosts, those apps, that they get Chris to Chris on there. Demand, demand it. And of course, like us on social media, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we are on Instagram, at Up and Loaded. And of course, UpandLoaded.com. This has been episode 29 of Chris to Chris. Guys, thank you very much for listening. And do me a favor, enjoy your weekend or else. Up and Asia. Up and Asia.